Why, thank you, Jungle Jim, for that wonderful musical introduction. Man, you are just rocking and rolling and a moving and a moving with your magical fingers on that wonderful keyboard synthesizer, just, you know, making all those sounds come to life. You know, there's many ways in life we can make sounds come to life, and some of them are pleasurable, and some of them actually leave a, leave a bit of a stink in the room. But I got to tell you, when you make a sound come to life, it is beautiful and it is just magical. What creative juices are flowing through over there on your in your uh, big autumn attire, that's right, um, post-Labor Day when we're recording this podcast in the basement studio located along the shores of the mighty Seneca River. That's right. Try saying that. Located along the shores of the mighty Seneca River. Kind of problem with that. Located along the shores of the mighty Seneca River. Flowing all the way up to the Great Lake of Ontario, one of the many inland oceans, those great lakes which feeds the mighty St. Lawrence Seaway. That's the Thousand Islands. There's still people boating up there. They'll be boating up there all right until uh, through October, probably. And then the great freighters keep going. And I can't remember if they shut it down. It falls all the way up to the Atlantic Ocean. Around the world, it's just like my voice. On uh, your music, Jungle Jim, that's right. If you make a left, you're going to find yourself in that beautiful city of Toronto, Ontario. Oh, my God, what a great city Toronto is. Somehow you'll get to Buffalo. Somehow you'll get over the falls. Somehow you'll get to Lake Erie. Michigan, Huron, Superior, all right, all these great, we're all bounded. We're connected by water. Of course, we're, what, 90% water? It's all about the water. Save the water. That's right, save the water. H2O. I have no idea what that means. H2O. Hi, that's Jungle Jim. I'm Tim R. And of course, this is Failing Up, the podcast. Oh, man. Autumn in the air. People are going to talk about peak foliage, all that kind of stuff. You know, I noticed jungle gym as I was walking into the the grocery store I call it a grocery store some people call it a market but I call it a grocery store and and, and it dawned on me as I as I was walking in got my cart you know to, to pick up some groceries I was going to call them supplies but they're actual groceries and um, this guy and his significant other I uh, don't know if it was his wife or his girlfriend and they were walking through and they were getting milk. And all of a sudden, you know, I hear him say, get some effing milk. Oh, I forgot the effing peanut butter. I'm thinking to myself, the F-bomb is everywhere. And as I continued to go through the store, somebody's uh, groceries, like uh, boxes of, I don't know why they, why would somebody box up so many boxes of cereal? People always overload their carts. They get the wrong size cart and they feel the need to just overload it. They don't, they just throw stuff in and they, they feel like they can get through, you know, 14 aisles over to the checkout with an overloaded, unbalanced cart. Inevitably, inevitably, something always falls off the cart and you hear the big F-bomb. And I thought to myself, as I left and I smashed my head on the door and I dropped the F-bomb, what a word, what a word in our vernacular is the F-bomb. You know, it's, it's got to be one of the, it has to be, not got to be, it has to be one of the most overused words in our society. And it's a word whose evolution has gone from being a, a simplistic meaning of, of sex to having all these other types of meanings. A word whose origin we don't even, you can't even really, there's, there's, there's an argument over the origin of the F-bomb. What century it started, how it started. Some say it goes as far back as the 13th century, you know, 1300. Some say it's the 15th century. Some say it was part of a trial with a guy by the name of like a Fuckenberger, name similar to that. Some say it, um, which is proven to be untrue, that it was um, comes from England where the king had to approve uh, sexual relations between married couples and it was an acronym. 
um, from the king, uh, stating that you could have a, you could actually have a, you know, a sex from the throne, fornication under content of the king, under consent of the king. It said for fornication under consent of the king in medieval England. That was proved to be false, I believe. It was an acronym for couples, and they put a the 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 urban they have urban legends in the medieval. I don't think they had urban legends in the medieval day, but they did have an urban legend in the medieval days. Medieval, 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 medieval. Can you say medieval? Jim, can you say medieval? Medieval days. Um, that would have been an urban legend because that was proved false. Fornication under consent of the king. Some plaque was, you know, supposedly a sign was put on the the couple's home, and they were they were all green lighted to go at it. Let it, you know, let it rot, let it go. Uh, and then there was um, research that said it was actually a poem, a poem written to the monks, and um, the word came out of the poem, and then it was it was mentioning that the the monks actually were celibate. And um, but the origin it, it it seems to be agreed that the origin of this word comes from Europe. It comes from uh, the Norm area of Europe, and it um, you know Dutch, German, Swedish. It's all a combination, and it comes from all. But basically, no one really knows who was the first person to utter this word, and where it came from. However, through hundreds and hundreds of years, the word has evolved, and the word has taken on so much more power where it has become. Some consider it the second most important word beyond the word the, the. So you have the and you have the F word. Another thing that unique that is unique to the F word is you don't even have to say the word to define it. If you say the F word, if you say F word, most people, 99% of the people over the age of seven know what you're saying. With the F word, there's no other word in the English language. Maybe there's a there's a, there's another word. You know, there's another word in the English language where you where you can there's only there's very few words that we use that can be identified by the letter followed by the word, and the F word is one of them. The F word is one of them. Um, there's a couple other. You know, usually, they're words that you're not supposed to use that are identified by the letter, then the word word, blunk word, F word. And that's because you're not supposed to say, but yet the F word is just prevalent wherever you go. And it's used as a noun. It's used as an adjective. It's used as an adverb. It's used in all kinds of ways. It's, it's become a part of our regular dialogue, which is crazy. You know, the, the, the verb, don't F me up, the noun, you crazy F. And it's believed that in three days... The word is used 9.5 million times in the United States, around there, 9.5 million times. And we use it in our society. It's so commonplace that there was a time when I was growing up, let me tell you, when I was growing up, if somebody dropped an F-bomb, if somebody in a store dropped an F-bomb, somebody would say something to them, especially if you were walking in there with kids. But now kids are dropping the F-bomb. The teenagers or who's ever getting the carts, they're dropping F-bombs. Did you see the F in game last night? And if you put the F-bomb as an adjective in front of anything, it gives it a sense of more importance. Because if you had just seen the game, or you had just attended a party, or you had just uh, met a great individual, or you had just had a wonderful experience, and you say, oh, what a wonderful experience. What a great game. What a great concert. What a wonderful meal you made for me. 
What a great night of passion. If you say it that way, it's okay. But if you say, what an effing game last night, did you see it? I went to the best effing concert in my life. Oh, what an effing night it was hot. What an effing, thanks for making that effing meal. I effing love you. If you put effing in front of love, it really, it seals the deal. I love you. I effing love you. If you say I effing love you, it's like you just put the nail into the word love. You glued L to whoever you said it to. Because when you say, when you, you know, so it's used, it's used as a, in that way. Because it's, it's an exclamation point. It is, a, it is our new exclamation. It's not our new exclamation, but it has become an exclamation point. And I'll tell you, when you smack yourself, if you bump your head into something, or you drop something on your foot, or if you slice your hand, or you get in some type of pain situation, nothing helps with the pain more than dropping an F-bomb. Holy fuck. Oh, fuck, I'm cut. Nothing gives a sense of urgency like dropping the F-bomb. You know, if you're if you're bleeding and you feel like you're going to die and you say, I'm bleeding, I'm going to die. People will look and say, they'll look, they'll look to make sure. If you say, I'm effing bleeding, I'm going to effing die, people will run into action. People will run into action. If you tell somebody to get the fire extinguisher, they're going to go get the fire extinguisher. If you tell somebody to get the effing fire extinguisher, they're going to run and get the fire extinguisher. It's a power word. It's an exclamation word. It drives us. And it's, in a, it's commonly used. And people, yet it's a word that we're not supposed to use, but everybody uses. It's a word that, that people say, and then they tell us not to say it. Ah, oh, fuck. Don't, don't ever say that word, by the way. It's a word people say, and they sometimes apologize immediately. It's a word that if you put in front of another naughty word or another swear word, it even gives them, it's, it's like a spice on a dish. So if you put it like a fucking asshole, if it's just asshole, it doesn't mean anything. But if you're a fucking asshole then you're really bad. Or a jerk. Even if you put it in words like, you know, in front of bad words, you know, like a shithead, you fucking, it, it makes you worse. It, it's, 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 it exemplifies it. It gives it drive. It lets you know that we mean business. And without that, now that that has become commonplace, to remove that word, to take it out, makes everything else not seem important. When you're driving down the road and you're, and you're being, uh, and you're in the middle of a road rage, and you might not, and you're not participating in it, but somebody, this happened to me the other day, by the way, Jungle Jim, I really ticked somebody off. I ticked somebody off the other day, and they were in a pickup truck, which of course you know I have a thing with, and they drove by me, and the passenger in the pickup truck gave me double birds, two birds, and then another the word F you. And I thought to myself, wow, that, that's like, that's like the atomic bomb of, of F off. He gave me every. He, they, he gave me everything he had. He unloaded. He unloaded his arsenal on me. And as he drove away, I just kind of looked at him. I wondered, does that make him feel better, or does that make him more angry? Does that like is that like a volcano bursting out, and that's your lava? Is your lava? F U F is our lava. The F bomb is the lava coming out of the volcano, of whatever the volcano is. A volcano of excitement. A volcano of passion. A volcano of quality. It's lava exploding out of that volcano. The F-bomb, the F-word, whatever you want to call it. But yet we're not supposed to say it, but everybody does, and now it's everywhere, everywhere. You can be at a, a sporting event with your three-year-old child, and behind you somebody's dropping F-bombs about the team. And there was a time where you would turn around and say, hey, could you please you know, watch your language? And they would tell you, now they're going to tell you to F off because it's commonplace.
It's used in business, commonly used in business. If you've been in meetings, you know in the boardroom, do they still call it a boardroom? Is it a boardroom, B-O-R-E-D, or a boardroom, B-O-A-R-D? Board, board, I think it's both. It's the board boardroom. So if you're bored in the boardroom, if you're bored in the boardroom and you're in a meeting, it gets dropped all the time. It, it's become, it, unless you tag that word to something, it's not important. It's not important. And now it's a regular, it's regularly, it's a regular part. This word that we have no idea where it came from, or exactly, we have clues to where it came from. We have no idea when it was, um, you know, uh, started to become more, it started to become more popular in, in you know, in this century, uh, not this century, the previous century, really became more popular. And then, because um, they were still saying things like it shagged in England and all that kind of stuff. But now, um, it's just become commonplace. So, so common that it's even, I think it's, I think you can, I don't know if you can say it on TV yet. I have to check. George Carlin had that record-breaking breakthrough album, The Seven Words You Can't Say on uh, Television. Great album. Get it. Get it. And, um, but I don't know if you can still, if you can say it, but you can say it everywhere else. And supposedly if you drop that word, it's like the definitive moment. It's where you're making your stand. I'm also going to gather here, Jungle Jim, I'm going to go out and stand. I'm going to say the F word has been the last word uttered on many an individual's lips before they die, especially if it was a surprise, tragic death. I think before somebody gets hit, run over, shot, surprise death, they say, oh, F, oh, fuck. And just think, that's the last word you say on this planet before you meet your maker is, oh, fuck. And then boom, and then there's your maker. I think I gotta be really careful that when that moment comes, I pray to God it doesn't come like that. But if that moment comes, you gotta be careful because you don't want that to be your last word. And then your next word is there you are explaining why that was your last word, you know. But I guarantee you it's it's the last word on on many people's mouths. And now when you watch sporting events on television, I love it because they show, especially in and not especially all sporting events, they show the coaches and coaches and players, but they they say it with such drama. They say it with such uh, expression, defined expression on their faces. That they I love that they turn the sound down, but there it is. There it is being dropped right on television. And sometimes they'll show it in slow motion because they want to take a look at that coach's reaction one more time. And there's the coach's reaction, and there it is. But yet, like many things in our society, we're just in denial that this word has become a regular part. It's, it's, it's as common as apple pie, which isn't that common anymore, it's as common as hot dogs, which people are, of course, going against now. Hot dogs. Apparently, they're bad for you. I guess hot dogs are bad for you. But it's as common as a vehicle. It's as common as uh, satellite television. Is that even in or is it now all streaming? It's as common as whatever we do. It's, 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 a, it's a word in our vernacular. It's a word you can say almost anywhere. I think you could even drop it in church. And, and people would shake their head and they would whisper. But very seldom are you going to hear people say, we don't talk like that. Because almost 90% of us talk like that. It's the word you're told not to use, but everybody uses. What do you think, Jungle Jim? You know what I mean? It's like a, it's a thing you're not supposed to do. You're not supposed to, but it's, it's just, it's, and I think it sums up where we are today. Because you know what, Jungle Jim? With our political landscape, our, 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 uh, people are getting along we may just be fucked hi this is tim mar that's jungle jim and this is failing up i hear you jungle jim bye bye